You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 171. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 171. Ciento setenta y uno. Cece's back. Back on the mic over there. (laughs) Man, I missed you guys. Man, we missed you too. Two weeks without you, it was was something. It was something. We we had a good time recording. We had a great time talking about you um, on the... Catching up with CC without CC, but man, I'm go- we're glad to have you back. Man, that was super heartfelt, guys. When I heard that episode, man, I laughed and I brought tears to my eyes as well. So I just want to y'all, y'all are loved. And um, I was on a stairmaster, ha, huh, working out. <laughs> Considering that, <laughs> was, that, your, would you rather, huh? that was your would you rather. <laughs> um, so thank y'all. It was awesome. No mountain climbers, none at all. <laughs> that was kind of a hybrid between street training <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, and cardio. I loved y'all's would you rather, and wish y'all thought I would pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times, man. And and I think uh this is runs us into a really good topic here, and that is, you know, absence making the heart go fonder, times in life where you don't have something like we just didn't have Craig for a couple of weeks and having him back and you know, maybe realizing uh things you don't have when they're not there or how much better it is the next time around when you see the person and so I think it's gonna be a t- good topic, guys. What y'all think? Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, always interesting, the dynamic of all three of us and what goes on on, you know, these interactions. So I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of different avenues in our life where you have uh, times where you're around people, with people constantly, and then there are good and bad times where you do have that separation. So it'll be interesting to see where the conversation goes. Yeah, I'm excited about it. There's lots of things, like Steve said, you know, it could be friends, could be family, could be things in your life that you might take for granted. And it's not until you distance yourself from those things or people that you really realize the gift they were in your life um, and, and the joy they brought you. So uh, looking forward to talking about it. Absolutely, man. And before we run our way into the topic today, we're going to scoot it over to Johnny on the Would You Rather. What you got, buddy? Well, uh, pretty, I think this one's going to be pretty easy and straightforward, but you never know. Ice or no coming. ice. I know, ice or no ice. I'm kind of wondering <laughs> what CC would want to do now. <laughs> Did, uh, oh, you hadn't heard that one yet. No, oh, that, that was, okay, oh, okay. nice. We went into about a five-minute dissertation on <laughs> ice or no ice. I'm going to go out and just say ice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so would you rather write with blue or black ink? Hmm. Blue or black? This is easy for me, Greg, so I'll take it off the start. Go for it. Go it's for blue, it. no doubt. I like blue. It's my favorite color in general. Not necessarily the blue on the pen. And also, I feel like in my world, when you sign something, you want to sign it in blue versus black. So, but you can sign in black. You can, you can, but generally speaking, you have someone sign in blue. Uh, especially for originals, things like that. So it sounds like an attorney answering that question. Yeah, and, and in general, I like the color blue. So this is, a, you know, when I was like in schools, like you need your pants, blue. 
It's like blue or back? Blue. Easy. Correct? My favorite color is blue. Hey. But I think subconsciously I'm more comfortable when I write in black ink um, because I always attribute the blue. I don't know. Something about it just brings like this sort of colorful, uh, visual, artistic-y type thing to mind. So I feel like I should be coloring. You know? I don't know. It's odd. And when I do my procedure notes, I have some templates. And I feel like if I write in a blue pen, I'm like, ooh, is that going to... Is that going to photocopy well? Of course it is, you know. But um, blue would be my favorite color, but for, like, just doing work, I think black was probably my my choice. Okay. Well, for me, most of the time, uh, the notes that I take, I do take in black ink. Um, but like you, you know, I feel like I need to sign for some reason in blue ink. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it is something that, for me, it helps distinguish on something that, where I can quickly look and say, okay, I signed off on that because I can see that the, the blue ink is there. Um, I don't know. I'm with y'all too. Um, my favorite color is blue, also. So really, how do we just discover to the, this? To the nice. blue boys, <laughs> nice. So, really cool. um, nice. I don't know. I guess I would go with uh, if I just had to do one, I guess I would go with blue, though. Nice, man. All in unison here. And I am I like know. trying to think back on the shorter side. I know I took no ice. Did you take ice? I took I think um, you were no, no ice, ice except Jeez. if it was like something you, that you would pour over ice, like a cold drink or. You know, maybe some bourbon. Mm-hmm. One cube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we got to hear what CC said. I'm sure all the <laughs> listeners were on cliff, cliffhanger oh, right now. I know. I think he would drink some neat bourbon, though. A little bit, yes. Yes. But when I get water, I have to put the ice in, get the water. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just something I've always done. Okay. We'll be interesting to see. We talked about the exercise component. Would he do it with exercise in his elite athleticism? Would it take him too long to cool down the water in order to use it properly? <laughs> <laughs> You're ready to listen, Greg. Yeah. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Sorry. Spoiler alert. All right, guys. Uh, let's move into the topic. And I think this was, again, predicated on CC not being with us. And um, I know I can speak for myself. I'm sure John can hang, you know, come along on this, too. It was just a different feeling not having Greg here. And I think for me, and I think that's something that does tend to happen with absence, and there's a lot of ways you can go from this, you kind of realize you might know what someone brings to the table or appreciate what they bring for the table but whenever you're constantly boom 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 it's not till they're gone that you might not be able to appreciate what it is um for a time being and that's something that i would say for sure with craig she was a different dynamic not having him here and uh makes us kind of appreciate all those wonderful things you bring to the table cc but i think in general whenever there's a form of absence of some sort i don't go out out of town i don't see my dog uh you know being in north carolina i'm like man just kind of you miss that little everyday thing that you're so used to that you generally take for granted somebody greeting at your door etc and then when you get back home you're like oh man this is great um so that's kind of what comes to my mind is it, it makes you appreciate the person your animal or whatever that you don't have that much more yeah and going back specifically to the example of the you know cc not being with us last week you know it's a great time when we record together and, and that's really my favorite format to do um, but sometimes changing up and doing things different, differently gives you a different opportunity. So that was obviously something that we would have probably never done had CC been here. So mm-hmm. having that time frame where CC was out of town, seeing his daughter and doing other things like that gave us a different opportunity to, you know, discuss CC and our appreciation for him. So I think, uh, changing things up like that can give you different opportunities to look into. And I, I 
whenever I was listening to the cast, I thought about the joys of John that you referenced. And I, I echo that. Like when me and Matt did those couple casts together, it, it's different. It's fun. You have a different approach because it's just the two of you. But there's that little piece that you don't have. And it makes you appreciate. Like, oh, we don't get, it's going to be kind of boring, guys. I don't know how much jokes you're going to fly or <laughs> how much fun commentary. No Spanish at the end, in the beginning. Know, and your insight on things. So um, it is good and special in its way. But at the same time, it, it gives you a chance to do some different things. And um you know, nothing about holidays, you know, a lot of times we'll have get togethers with family and there's that one or two people that can't make it and you're having a great time and it's awesome, but you do have a little bit of emptiness for that person who couldn't be there. Cause like, I wish we could all be together, you know, we're missing that one person. And so it makes you sort of sit back and appreciate them. And a lot of times you do end up talking about the person that's not there. Like, Oh, I wonder what they're doing. I hope they're having fun today or God be nice if they were here too. You know what I mean? And it helps you just kind of reflect and focus on that individual for a moment. I think that's true, and something else that kind of came to my mind with this is um, when we are missing those things in life that, again, kind of take for granted, and it brought me back to the hurricane time, right? And there was a time here whenever we got to get back into Lake Charles but uh, or the ice storm where we were limited water for a, lo- a long time in our town yeah. or the mm-hmm. AC issues or the electricity just going out, you know, at least for myself when I moved back, like in the middle of the night, no AC. What do you think about those things, too, in life that – the absence of those and making you appreciate or, you know, be like, Oh man, I wish I had that, you know, nice AC running when I go to sleep. I think that's something that probably mm-hmm. for one sort or another, everybody listening has not had those items. Yeah. You know, I think living, being fortunate enough to live in this country, we have many, many things that, uh, you know, just happen naturally for us. And we don't even really think about, uh, to a great extent, unless some kind of catastrophe occurs, uh, like happened to us in the last couple of years with those, climate uh calamities (laughs) so you know we had uh, many opportunities to see what it was like to not be able to get food not be able to get gas um have you know zero water in lake charles for you know running water for weeks at a Mm -hmm. time i mean that's a very unusual thing to experience uh in this part of the world so that was something i think allowed all of us to get a great give us a greater appreciation for you know having that stuff withheld and it was difficult you know that was a a very tough time for our community um but it you know i think it gave the opportunity for us to grow and for maybe some of the younger uh kids like fly to biscuit uh to see how things were like you know maybe a little bit further back in the in the day yeah i definitely reflected on you know what are other people doing in the world that don't have the same resources as us. That's something that stood out. I mean, I felt like I hit the lottery when I could take my five gallon bucket and walk to my pool and scoop that joker up and mm-hmm. put one in each bathroom. So you could flush toilets. Yeah. You could, you know, <laughs> it's true. Take a kind of a quasi bath at night, you know, it's chlorinated water, but it worked. Um, and I was like, man, this is cool. But you know, some people don't even have that, you know, living across the country. And I also, when y'all started talking about those things, maybe reflect on Lent. You know, a lot of times we give something up. Great point. And boy, talk about miss it. You know, like this Lent, you know, one of the doing the whole 30 and giving up alcohol and all those chance the opportunities to drink that you normally would that you can't. And it, there's a little sting to it and it makes you kind of reflect on the fact that, man, this is something I needed to separate myself from just to kind of appreciate, you know, what it's like to give something up and to really um, to know that you have all these great resources that you take for granted. And um, so that's something I thought about. What do you think about this, too, um, when I was thinking, you know, of someone not being here? And Craig can maybe allude to this in regards to us. And I think about this, too, when I was like, when I live in Lake Charles, okay, 
it's kind of like Craig being the person who was gone and coming back when I live here. And I go over Sunday dinner. It's kind of like, oh, hey, there's Matthew. Cool. But my sister, who doesn't live here, and when I didn't live here, I came home, and, man, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, we can't wait to see them. The feeling of being on the other side, being missed, I mean, you missing, too, like yeah. not seeing the person, but being the person, being missed, that was something that I really loved when I didn't live at home and coming home, seeing your friends, family, et cetera, because there's an absence going both ways, but just being the person back in the fold versus welcoming the person in the fold. It sounds like Hot Dog might be uh, doing this dual living so he can go away for a little while and be like, okay, everybody, I'm coming home. I want a welcoming party. I haven't been away enough to get it. <laughs> Alexandra, let's stay away one more week. I want it to really hurt. <laughs> no, I mean, that's great, though. I'm with you, man. It is a, it's a great feeling to be able to experience that appreciation, uh, you know, whenever you are returning home, uh, living away in, in Houston for four years. Uh, definitely experience that. Uh, can't say I really thought about it to a big extent until you just brought that up. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's a, a good point, um, you know, and it's a great opportunity. It's fun to to give and receive on, on both ends of those. Yeah, I agree. I remember living out of town and coming home, and it was always like, oh, my mom would cook something extra special. Yeah, and exactly. It was like Christmas morning, you know? <laughs> like, you get there, and the hugs are stronger, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, we're celebrating, and, like, I'm being celebrated. And, you know, you obviously miss them just as much. Um, and even to this day, like, my daughter that lives away, or Layla when she was out of um, town, man, just you just you just want to welcome them and celebrate. And let's, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? You know, it was just awesome. So does the distance make any any difference for you? I know you had one daughter move to LSU, which is only a couple hours away, and now you have one about seven hours away. Does that factor into it? Yeah, I mean, as a dad, it it does. I mean, you definitely knowing that I could be be there in two hours versus seven, mm -hmm. yeah, big difference. Yeah. And um, you know, those the frequency of seeing your child definitely goes down the farther they're away, and so you try to make the most of it with zooms and calls. But yeah, you know, it's definitely it's definitely tough. Now you. There's a lot of uh, emotion out the gate, no matter how much you've done it before or tried um, or had another child leave. But then you, you acclimate and you see how, you know, if anything, it shows you how you can go through painful situations. And then there's this sort of this this healing or coming to terms with it, even though it's on a much smaller scale than something major. Right. But your child leaving the house after all these years, that's your identity. Right. That's your family. Like you're always a unit. And then one day you're separated and it's like, what? Um, but then you learn and you adjust and there's beauty that comes from the absence and, you know, those get togethers are so much more special and deep and, um, yeah, you just look forward to the next time you can do it. What are y'all's thoughts on this? What about situations where you might see that absence is needed, you know, to heal something? And I'm, you know, I have to get, think of some examples, but like, like, let's say you have a problem with food or drinking and you say, okay, I need to heal something. So I need to step away from it or maybe somebody in an abusive relationship or a bad friendship or something where maybe it's time to step away. Any thoughts on that? Like maybe forcing the absence in order to heal something or to fix something. Yeah. Um, what comes to my mind is like health. Um, you get injured or something. And, uh, I feel like I'm still dealing with that. John and I had a good, good pick on that last episode too, Craig. Um, <laughs> and like, <laughs> Not being able to ride my bike for a little bit or like when I have my shoulder surgery, not being able to do anything, no hiking, et cetera. And I think it, again, makes the heart go fonder or like you appreciate just like the little things. And that's something, but it's something that was like a needed thing had to be done, like take a rest, take a time out, get away from it in order for my body to get better. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, I think there's, 
multiple avenues for that. So I had an injury, you know, like we talked about in one of the older podcasts where I was playing tennis a lot and, and um, really was my main form of exercise. And then I had a forced withdrawal whenever I broke my elbow. So mm. I was sidelined from that. So that was difficult for me to, to go through. But I also think that it's good uh, to have to exercise self-control to step away from some of those things that you may be overindulging is in, whether it's, you know, food or drink or whatever it is. So I think there's many opportunities in everyday life. Yeah. Well, with you guys, I think a chance to step away and just reflect on if it's something spiritual or emotional gives you a chance to maybe like these retreats, you're kind of, you know, you're getting away from your usual world just to have a chance to reflect on where you're at and, you know, perhaps, you know, come to some better clarity on things you're trying to deal with. You know, I think about those scenarios. Uh, I mean, just even in hot dog in this little scenario here, let's say you and your spouse get in an argument, you know, and you just can't come to resolution. Sometimes it's good just to like step away. And even after an hour or two of absence, everything kind of heals itself and comes and you get better, you know, you're not in the moment and you think about things and you speak with more clarity and um, more understanding of what the other's position is. So I don't know. That's just a little mini example. I'm going to take my nugget for the future here, Chuck. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And uh, that, that would be something I hope y'all figure out in the marriage counseling, how y'all communicate and all that kind of Smash stuff. Smash that in pre <laughs> <laughs> You know, for me, I'm like that. I, I like to contemplate and think about how I want to respond on certain things. And my wife's the opposite. She's like, oh, let's go right now. No, 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 don't yeah, wait. Yeah. Say something. Uh, so <laughs> for me, in order to respond uh, better, I need to, right. to have a little time off before mm-hmm. I do respond. So that's interesting. Look at all this insight he's getting. Oh, man. Hot dog's eyes. He's just he's contemplating all of this. His wheels are turning. Just taking it all in from my two older brothers here. Uh, no, I do think it is true though. I think about that too in the work environment sometimes like make or like making a decision or, you know, anything big in your life, being able to step away from it and not, cause I, I generally have a tendency, especially when I was younger to be like, Oh, knee jerk reaction, go with what you got says. But sometimes you're, could be emotional. I think what y'all are saying is a good point to be able to try to back away for a little bit before, you know, saying what you have to say. Cause Wise person once told me, man, once you say something, you can never take it back. You got to hope the other person may forget it, but like, <laughs> you can't like, hey. Good hey. luck with that yeah, exactly. aspect. You can't backspace. That's, There's no delete button. That's right. That's right. That's not a good avenue to pursue. <laughs> yeah, and professionally, I mean, that's something that uh, we utilize all the time where, you know, we'll treat somebody and their condition will appear stable and uh, that's one of the things that we do in order to make sure that it is stable is do a trial withdrawal of care. So, I mean, in a professional setting, that's something that, you know, we utilize to make sure that the patient can return to whatever activity they want and they don't have any deterioration of their condition without any ongoing intervention. All right, guys, I've enjoyed the topic. I think this was a good one. We have uh, several upcoming ones here. And uh, Craig came up with this because he was gone. And I think I it was very apropos. Uh, I'm glad we did it. And I also think this is a good time to move ourselves over to the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And uh, CC's going to take us. What you got, bub? A lot going on in Craig's world, I think. Man, uh-huh. I've been blowing and going. I'm going to hit the gas. <laughs> Basically, been on doing some road trips, you know, and it kind of in line with our topic today. I uh, went to Oxford to visit my daughter, and we had a good time. Of course, distance has made the heart grow fonder. We had a lot of good time spending together she got to come hang out with me and my wife a lot and ate out and enjoyed our time together 
this past weekend, I took a little trip with some guys I do once a year, some college buddies, some of whom I don't see but once a year. So once again, these are people I haven't seen all year. Um, and it's just great to catch up, reminisce. And at the same time, it's good to step away from work, you know, mm-hmm. because you're just kind of in the trenches and sometimes you need to kind of, uh, augment your reality a little bit and remove yourself from your day-to-day world just to remind yourself that there's more out there than, you know, your, your work or your business. And so I had a good time to kind of reflect, decompress, think about anything, but you know, the day-to-day and it was awesome. And then at the same time, stepping away and, you know, missing you guys and listening to the podcast. Yeah. Talked about me, <laughs> which was really cool. I love that. It was super special and meant a lot to me. And, you know, it just makes you really appreciate the beautiful people in your life and, and what God's given you. Amen, brother. Happy to have you back, buddy. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. If you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast or pass it along to somebody who might uh, enjoy listening, we'd appreciate it. Until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?